tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello and welcome, Boardwalk Empire fans. I'm Kevin Undergar, your host here tonight. Season 5, Episode 4, entitled Quanto. I am here with the lovely and talented... Who am I here with? Hi, guys. This is Sarah Stratton. Sarah Stratton. Quanto. So. And you know, Sarah, not to ah. just call you out, but you've got the bright red lipstick on that Mike August had just sent me an email saying about I tonight's have. episode, lots of reds. I was ch- uh, channeling Sally. It's Sally and Margaret's dress on the boardwalk, Which and and the roses right that we see yeah. that um, that young Nucky sees, yeah. and I don't know. And we always know in filmmaking, red is blood. It can be love, but it can also be blood, and it can also be um, martyrdom, and so many other not so fun things. Uh, uh, what's to say? Another great episode. No surprise to me, anyway. Your thoughts? Um, I thought it was a really good episode. I'm sure we're going to get into um, it step by step. I'm going to point out that I totally made a correct prediction last week. Which about was? We were going to get a death this week. It was going to happen. And both of them were kind of built up to the ones we were speculating. And my prediction was correct. That's Sally. Bye-bye, Sally. We'll get into it, I'm sure. Yes, of course we will. Um, and I think we're going to be seeing many more deaths because we're on this roller coaster ride. It's interesting that... Um, the way you know Terrence Winter is taking this, you know, and um, and we always go back. To, I always, you know, I always go back to filmmaking. And your act three is when things start to accelerate. That's mm-hmm. the last act. That's the last third of your film. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt that most of these series are just feature films that are going however many episodes. You know, thirty six yeah. or forty eight or um, sixty episodes, uh, sometimes more. You don't get the full uh, end of the second act until probably around eight. Episode eight. Well, I'm making it bigger, just in in the grander scheme. Yeah, I'm saying, I feel like your sixty episodes will rep of a five year season. Oh, it's all, you almost it look at it like a feature that. film. And what okay. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is usually the last season when things start to accelerate. See, for me, I and look we're at not each really season, accelerating. I look at each season as like a feature, and you can film. see it that way too. You're right. That's how I always okay. So you know, it. I so like then they plot out. Like there is the. I agree over, with that. There is the. When I look at a full series, normally if I'm really inspired by it, or really like it, has something that's more full circle than a just complete. Arc so you or know shift. what? Okay. And each I season correct to myself. me is an arc or shift. So I think each season. I agree that each each season could be a film, and then mm-hmm. these are sequels. Okay. So you have your five. Exactly. But my, but my like point it. is, I feel like we should be accelerating now. You know, normally in normal writing, it just starts mm-hmm. getting faster and faster, and faster, and we're not, and it's just a choice, and I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. I just I'm curious if um, you know, this is episode four. We're halfway through. I'm curious what the next four are going to look like See, if we are going to ex- start speeding up. I'm not expecting like full speed ahead until around seven eight. Okay. So I was kind of predicting this pace right now. I think that 
um, we had to get back into the world. We had to, for the first couple episodes, not only set up this time period, but we also wanted to recall things all the way back to season one. We wanted more character work. And now they had to introduce all new characters. Then we're getting into the problems. We're getting into new teams forming. We're getting into new alliances, new wars. And that all has to be prepped. I mean, but again, it's just such... It's incredible that they've bitten off this much. Yes. You know, with it, to to be to only do eight <gasps> oh, episodes. I'm so wrong. It's eight episodes, so it can't be episode. I, in my head, I was thinking no, a ten I mean. episode. You're but, right. And by the way, but I'm loving Guys, I'm it, sorry. and I, I'm loving it me. because he's a great storyteller. And uh, I I'm, keep I'm all we in have on ten. That's it. No, it's and eight. We don't have ten. We're halfway through. I'm all in on 1884. <sighs> it's just beautiful, and I love seeing. The beginning of Atlantic City. I like seeing the beginning of any of these cities. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even Vegas. You know, started out mm-hmm. with Bugsy Siegel, how he started it, and you know, to see that this Commodore character has really, for all intents and purposes, it seems like he's the one that built Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And well, yet, we knew that. And, but I'm just saying. Yet, and you think of the public eye. You know, you don't think of this guy that created Atlantic City. So I just, mm-hmm. I love seeing the um, the formations, but we especially see we're seeing even more about how Nucky became Nucky. His relationship with Eli, um, I think, is really great foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take it from the beginning when he, you know, he walks, he goes into the place, he wants to go back go to work. Into eighteen eighty four. Eighteen eighty four. Oh no! You know what? I'm sorry. You're right. I'm not. I'm out of sequence. Sorry. I'm just excited. Chicago. No worries. Let's, let's start, start with Chicago. Let's start with Chicago. Where a lot of the meat of this episode is. I was so glad we got to see. Um, the players start to interact. We have Lucky, we have Capone, and of course we have Van Alden, who I don't know how to refer to now as Van Alden or Mueller. But to me, this is where the where this ends up is the alliances and with the wars, because Lucky came out to extend some sort of Italian olive branch or networking. And Capone kind of skirts his way around it and lets him say that it's an idea. It's the seed has been planted. Yeah, There's basically, I will board. take it. You know, we will mm-hmm. take it under advisement. Is exactly. the response he gets? But it was very interesting to see. We we've seen Capone at his ultimate peak right now. Mm-hmm. There is ten people even to deliver a simple message to somebody. I mean, it's ridiculous it, how much he's got. How much yes? How many yes men he has? It was how much very affluence he has, how much power he has. But go ahead. Speaking to your chain of command about specifically, are you referring to the Empire State Building and the elephants? Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, absolutely. But I always, speaking of chain of command, just how they vocalized that command, how it passed through so quickly, and how the words got diluted, and the entire message was lost. It started with, can you put the Empire State Building next to the elephants on my decks? It ended up with building desk or like, building elephants it didn't even make sense through this chain of command so capone might have an idea well, but no but well you see because you see he he's going to fall mm-hmm. um we all know that we we know that through history but you, but I, terrence winter's showing us in his writing and did you notice when he said put it with the elephants now you would think that capone is an elephant big strong you know mm-hmm. beast whatever and yet, when you saw the elephant with the Empire State Building, the Empire State Building dwarfed Huge. these tiny little elephants. Mm-hmm. And of course, to me, that symbolized New York and the New York Mafia power chain. And um, I and this clash of like the wild versus the corporate versus like what can be tamed and what is out of control. Hundred percent. And I mean, you get the elephant. 
I might be reading too into this. Mike August, let me know. I don't know. But you, you do have the saying that an elephant never forgets. Yep. And you also know that elephants are big and they are one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. Mm-hmm. And to me, they very much relate to Capone because he does have this temper. He does have this power, like uncontrollable power. And he also never seems to really let things go or completely forget. He might think he passes over something, but he, it always comes back up for him. Which is interesting. And I think of other people who also represent the elephant, too, not forgetting. Mm-hmm. Lucky not forgetting Van Alden. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting with Lucky how he treated Capone. Did you see? Everyone was just ass-kissing and afraid. Yes, Al, right away, Al. Except for Lucky. Lucky is so condescending. Um, he's just smart-ass to him. He's trying... He's- Trying to be manipulative, and on some aspects it's working, but... I just feel like, I just, I felt like he had a lot of disdain. Mm-hmm. Lucky did for, for Al and his power, and I think he was basically saying, like, this will all work for all of us if we work together. So it, you may think it's less money for you, but it's going to be more money for you and more money for all of us. I'm mm-hmm. not coming into this room, my bosses aren't coming into this room to say... Screw you, Al. We're the bosses. You take orders from us. What he's saying is, like, let's all work together. Mm-hmm. And you can see it's bothering Lucky that, that you know, they, they were Muppet babies at one time. <laughs> they were all equals. And now he's become this big, out-of-control beast uh, who's obnoxious and doesn't want to share the spoils. But I was – it was interesting that he took that much crap from Lucky. I mean, I mean, Wallace Berry, to compare him to, you know, he, he's a fat actor from mm-hmm. back in the day. Actually, a great actor if you want to look at some of his old films. Um, but very interesting that he was taking all those shots at him. And you see how much it pissed Al off. But Al did not, didn't re- respond, didn't react to it directly, mm-hmm. which shows you, obviously, he respects the Empire State Building. He respects New York. He or he respects- has an awareness of... He has the other powers, but he's pissed that are about there. it. But he's pissed about it. Of course. It. Hence um, the rage at his little lackey. Oh, the God. Who, um, I want to say his name was something like Ralph. It's somewhere in my notes, but it's lost amongst my it scribbles. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't because he was literally just a punching bag. I felt so bad for him the whole episode. It was well, he represented awkward. he represented Lucky mm-hmm. and he represented New York and what he couldn't take out on him he took, took, took out. typical beast he took it out on on on, on this mm-hmm. poor soul. Um, backing up, let's talk about Van Alden. Like I remember that guy. Bye 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 bye. You know, and of course they everyone runs out gets Van Alden, aka Mueller. Mm-hmm. And, well, we knew um, this was going to come out at some point, right? Because we saw the we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for. Um, we knew the moment that um, I think it was Mueller got involved with O'Banion that eventually his past was going to come out, that he wasn't going to just be able to be a salesman. Right. We knew that he was not going to be able to hide this whole, you know, agent past. And right. I'm so I'm really happy they're bringing it up at the end of this whole yeah, season that he that is coming through. Because if we hadn't seen that really come to fruition, I would have been upset. How clever was was Van Alden's response to was say... Was it clever, or was it just him being, like, a smart person? And, like, I think that just came from well, desperation. Well, obviously, he, he didn't and, even remember what he yeah. said, and he soiled himself, so 
um, what he said was clever. Maybe he wasn't clever for saying it, but the it was great was to say. Clever. <clears throat> it was for him to say. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter because I've killed for you. So I've committed all these crimes. So what kind of agent could I be if I'm killing all these people for you? From and, and I'm solid. I'm making you money mm-hmm. for seven straight years. And this guy walks in out of nowhere telling you how to run your business. I liked how also what he admitted what he was like, I might be an agent, Maybe I might I be a murderer, right. or things he actually was. <laughs> right. And it was just, I thought it was so well written and so well acted out. Great um, It was a phenomenal scene. It was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Wow. Um, I thought he did a really, really strong job with that monologue where it just, I felt like I could see every wheel like just full speed spewing it out. And then you got that drawback in at the end where I just thought he did a Brilliant job. He lets him go because he rules by love, not fear. <laughs> that part was awkward. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, and now we have to see the other well, side Well, so of many this. of these guys, um, and you've seen it with some of the modern-day um, mm-hmm. mafiosos, they, they, in a weird way, they view themselves as the Robin Hoods. They, they, it's, you know, they, they view themselves as the father figure. Yes. They view themselves they, as they really yeah, is Yeah, cops family. are bad, government's bad, and we're just taking we're back. We're going to take care of our own. That's it. It's it's not we're gonna be bad people. It's like this is this is the family. Right, you right. Know? We're and just taking care of our it family. It is that I'm going to love you and be there right. for you. Right. And then if you make me angry randomly kill you. Yeah, randomly kill you. It's fine. It's completely normal. Um I was I remind me to bring up Van Alden at the very end for our last button because I think that, that was it's an interesting turn. Okay. Um just on the symbolic note. When they were questioning him about wheat fields. <laughs> and he said, brown rots wheat. Uh-huh. And He's, I felt that... Brown rust rots the leaf. Brown rust rots the leaf. Mm-hmm. And I felt that that was symbolic. We've had nothing but talks of black and white. And mm-hmm. and <clears throat> at least on Sons of Anarchy, black is African-American, brown is Latino. And white, of course, is white, Caucasian. But... Um, Miss Wheat is in mm-hmm. Cuba, you know, with the Latino, and it just, I knew that that line meant something. There was an interesting something. parallel and, there. And what, it was an interesting, almost so, foreshadow. I knew, I wrote it down, like, oh, that means, that means something. Miss White's in, Miss Wheat is in danger. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think that that was definitely a forewarning. Anyway, we're, we're, we're great. I'm grateful that Van Alden lives because I want to see him at the end. And I think more can come out of that. Um, of his storyline, more complexity, yes. more directions, absolutely, more opportunities. Because now we didn't, we haven't gotten a ton of him, um, but we do have the agent who is amongst Capone's myths, right. who has been able to sneak in, who's now looking up Van Alden at the same time and has now found him. And we've kind of gotten a little bit of him through this whole season, so I really think that there, that's going to add an interesting dynamic as well. Where who is going to claim? Van Alden, is he going to have to run away again? Is he going to get caught by Capone? Is he going to get caught by Nucky? Or are the, is the yeah, other or, side going to try order, and bring him back? That's right. Does the Fed say to him, listen, are you one of us or not? Because your only chance Here's is... Here's your way back it, to the right. good side. Work with us. Yeah. Which I think could be a very strong pull. And we'll see. Then I think we might also get more from his wife coming back. Husband? Exactly. That was my she wife. Needs, I wish she was my wife. She's great. She needs to have a voice in this. Um, I, let's, we talked about... The foreshadowing I thought was mm-hmm. foreshadowing for Cuba. Before we move on, Go I ahead. also want to throw out 
the in- I thought it was really interesting how they added the news footage. Oh, the, old the introduction, movie reel. Yep. the old movie reel, um, the black and white, and how they started it not as we didn't get the awareness that it was on TV. We just got it filling the entire screen, and well, then it was a movie, pulls movie. Back. It was in the movie yeah. theater, and then we. Well, it was in his house. It was in his house, but those were those. You know, but those how, were. How the th- that's how people. But how just they, to tell the people, mm-hmm. the fans at home, that don't know, because it was before television. That is how people got their news through newspapers, and they would go. People went, used to go to the movies every mm-hmm. night. It was a nightly thing, and and when television came, all the movie executives were terrified because it went down from every night to, you know, yes. the, w- once on the weekend, and of course the industry survived. But that is one of the premier ways that people would get their news, and they'd run these newsreels in the movie houses before your favorite feature, and that's what that one was. And of course, he got his hands on it and couldn't watch it enough. <laughs> you know, it was like his highlight. You definitely reel. know that he went to the theater and was like, "It's me," and then yeah. he like went and held up the joint and took it out. I'm sure it was probably a little bit more high end than that, Sarah. No, I mean, I this guy so. was, yeah. I, I mean, think he literally stood up in the middle of the so uh, No, just I mean, Capone was he was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. He had every mayor. Everyone was in his pocket. And the president just kind of stayed away from him because he was so popular, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, people bought into that whole Robin Hood thing. He was, It was very sexy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, the government you know, brought him down with his finances. But it was an interesting but, component that they added to the show this week and how they edited it in. I thought it was... Yeah, what was your point about it? I loved it. I mean... But, I just wanted to talk about it. I think that I wanted to hear your point. I thought that it was very interesting and something we haven't really seen before. Oh, the newsreels. The newsreels, the black and white, how they, it was kind of, I couldn't tell if if this was real narration, if they did all of this just for tonight's show, or if any of that was pulled from real life footage. I bet you it was. I'd like to look it up by next yeah. week. And, and I think I bet you the VO was, or, was Exactly, and too. that's what I'm wondering. I the bet narration. you it was. And, you know, it's funny, I, I almost wish in this, um, you know, this show started in the 20s, which was when movies really mm-hmm. came to life. The first Academy Awards was in 29, but in the early, you know, we always had our films, but they started to hit their stride in the early 20s, and I wish we saw more of it on Boardwalk. You know, we saw theater, we've seen vaudeville. I wish we, I just wish we saw a little bit more of the medium mm-hmm. of film. Well, know? now they're adding in the news. Maybe we'll get a film by the yeah, end. Yeah, I don't know. With five episodes left, yeah, four episodes it would take up some time. Um, now you can go on to Sally. Sorry, I interrupted Cuba. you. Okay, to Cuba. Cuba. No, but good interruption. Thank you. Um, it's interesting. You know, Sally she has her Wheat. She, Sally Wheat is. Uh, waiting for a wire from Nucky and it's raining, which we, of course we know rain is foreshadow for something that's not so good, but... Either represents foreshadowing of bad who, omens, who knows, thunder does But too. who knows, maybe that's what... That, so maybe that saves Nucky's life, because maybe if Nucky had gone down there to deliver the money, he'd be the one that was ambushed and killed. Maybe. Maybe. It also you know? leaves the way a little bit more open for him and Margaret. To what? It also leads the path a little open for him and Margaret. Absolutely. Um, but it's another way of how Nucky yeah. just seems to survive. We all knew this was going to happen. Sally. I didn't know. Very, you did. I knew. Right, well, you're Especially smarter than me. We've I knew this last week. And then that. she was so isolated this week. He really puts it all on her. He says, use your judgment. You can tell she's not comfortable, really, which we've never really seen her in. I felt that she was uncomfortable. She was. Especially like when she was handing over the money, there was the drawbacks. She and then she saw, saw the, 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 the guy's trunk. She, she was clearly leaving with the money. And she cle- she clearly didn't take the money back, though, because it wasn't in her car. What could she do? How could she get that, it back at that point? Once yeah. you hand over her bag, she's a female. How's she going to get yeah. it back? So, no good for Sally. You know, she just had to kind of go with it. And mm-hmm. then um, it was very interesting how the, the policeman... You know, well, we got a lot of cultural handled, references right. this episode, not only just in 
Cuba itself, but in the exchanging of language throughout multiple characters, you get the introduction of Margaret, and I think that we're going to call him Archie now. You get that kind of transference of her teaching him English, him finally being able to interact. You get later Margaret with Kennedy speaking in Gaelic. You get the introduction of Sally as her speaking in Spanish to the, I believe it was the banker or the guy in the white suit. I'm not sure what his name was. Right. But there was a lot of different languages throughout this episode, blending of cultures, bringing in the awareness of what was happening in Cuba. There was this military disturbance that people were in trouble and that it was starting to affect business. Um, so they have a lot of that to me, just kind of under the surface, letting you know it's there. We've dealt so much with these characters, but there is an outside world. There are other countries. There is more going on. Right. And how that those identities play into the characters. The culture clashing and then, you know, mm-hmm. the foreshadowing of, of Cuba. Mm-hmm. When you have the, the, the way the policeman talked to her. It's like, you know, basically like you're an American. You just want to come down here. Pair, you're a foreigner. Come down here. Pair people. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Treat us like dirt. And think you have it all figured out. Well, you don't. Um, and even though at the end he knew the line was crossed, like she's an American, like we, you know, it seemed like he was probably going to kill her or do something with her. But he was very concerned that much the idiot, more discreet. Yes, the idiot did it out in the public. Um, but what does this mean for Nucky's business? What does this ruined. mean for He's Bacardi? All, it's all going down. It's going down. Nucky's business is is swirling down. Yeah. It's well, we down. did hear from Kennedy, though, that, what was it, rum and scotch don't mix. So if rum's not in the picture... Right. Rum and scotch, scotch doesn't mix. Of course, I think there's just uh, many more layers to that, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of, of we're talking race relations we're and things like culture, that. talking about culture, we're talking about... Culture as well. Um, Italians and Irish, too. But, um... Nucky's no. getting left out in the cold. No one wants... I mean, <laughs> when... He's not listen, Italian. When we he's get not there, quite Irish enough. Do you, I mean, the, the last thing I'll say about was interesting was Doyle drinking soda, which to me was... Says something about him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as, as an Irishman, you know, now he's drinking soda. It says... It says something about him. It also says something about switching over to more legit mm-hmm. enterprises and practices. Sure. Going to, um, Joe Kennedy and Margaret... Mm-hmm. And now, you know, talking about that exchange, and we see them both their feet bobbing, and you know, for a moment, <laughs> that was a very interesting. Where I'm saying to myself, this is the Margaret corporate wife, who's the amazing corporate wife, who is charming and entertaining, who is this, so good at man. being the personable person around mm-hmm. Nucky. You got a little bit of that already with. I I love Archie. I'm sorry, I really like the Archie conversation, so I'm going to keep bringing it up. Right. When he started translating. She's humanizing him, which might not be a good thing, (laughs) because you need him to be tough, but maybe it is if we're moving into something more Mm. legitimate. Yeah. Then, you know, we see the way she humanizes him. And and, And the way she connects to Kennedy. And we know with Kennedy, the one, the thing that was so suspect he was like nucky you don't have you have nothing you stand for nothing you have no emotion you're scary i mean i'll tell you guys i was just having this conversation with my girlfriend today um about somebody that here comes the personal personal but you know what there was there's somebody that i knew that um you know she was like yeah this person's just very complex and 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 i one of the reasons why i didn't want to do a business dealing with Mm -hmm. the person was because they had no feelings they were not close to their parents. They were not close to anybody. They didn't have a partner in life. And I said, you know, it just spooks me. And it wasn't that mm-hmm. the person was a bad person, just spooked the hell out of me. And I said, you know, I just, I don't know if I want to be close to someone like that, uh, business-wise. 
And I think that's Joe Kennedy who's like, you know, because you're scared. Someone like that is scary. Mm-hmm. Because how do you how do you reach a person like that? I don't that? think he was scared. Oh, I, just... I, I think he was not scared to the point. Oh, I'm tr- trembling, but I I'm concerned. I'm not going to do business concerned, with you. Definitely not wanting, but to not make because the ties. he couldn't make money with him, but, but because, because he didn't like who he was as a person in a be, way. And because that person is the type of person that brings you down, doesn't stand by your side, doesn't you know? Mm-hmm. That's not connected to other people, and when and when he leaves. The living room, when he leaves Nucky's place, he says, that's the one, the first sensible thing I've even, something to that effect that I've even heard you say when he was saying, you know, my wife should stay here with me. It was like, wow, you're finally a person. And so, you know, I'm rooting for, as I've always been rooting for Margaret and Nucky, I think they're really good for each other. And we'll talk about their, their date, where that really turns out to be, um, but I feel like they're good for each other. My concern is with her wearing red, and Mike August is going to say, he'll, I read his email, and he has this in his catches, but seeing the red on her and knowing that Nucky's other girlfriend was wearing red when she on the boardwalk, I'm just hoping that she's now not headed for the same fate. And if we don't end the series where Nucky's just alone and a loner. Anyway. Sally's oh, nails were red, too. Yes. So, I don't know. I'm hoping for better things, but mm-hmm. let's let's talk about... We see Kennedy and her, they connect, N- nice little thing. It just tells us, wow, this actually could mean the Kennedy mm-hmm. deal could go down, but then Kennedy's just like, I'm just here to tell you it, no. It, yes, I'm here to tell you no, and there's safety in numbers. What did he mean by that? Oh, that was a reference back to, that's why he had so many kids. Right. So that And just in general, having family, having, having family, lots of friends. Having Which Joe team. Kennedy did, he had tons yeah. of friends. Yeah, and I think it was directly a reference to... Um, having children because it was also like have fun with your wife she's staying here have some kids um it was a, a line he also used in a previous episode right. that why he had so many um but i think in a larger picture it does translate more to the series that there is just safety in numbers when it comes to people bonding when it comes to these yes games it, kind of creating alliances i, guess maybe, yeah. I think it broadens to that and i and i think of you know it was eli who saved nucky you know, a member, it was season three, or, you know, he stepped in, or season four with, with Jeff. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, guys, I'm not recalling. But when he, he, he stepped in and said, can I, you know, can we talk? And they went on their walk, mm-hmm. and, you know, he, he, you know, so mm-hmm. he basically saved him. So, uh, and it's interesting. We know that he's got our nephew who we haven't seen in a while. So just very interesting, their strength mm-hmm. in numbers. Margaret and Nucky go out for dinner, and mm-hmm. he's like, that's my wine. That's how the dinner starts out. It's, she's eating a salad. And he's drinking wine. There's a lot wine. of reference to coffee. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Again with the coffee. He was great with it, too. Wake up. Wake up yeah. and look at what's in front of you and be happy or something. I, I, think, it's, I think it's waking up. Yes. Wake up to what what is important Stop in this world. So family, things like that. I think it's mm-hmm. also um, coffee is not alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the opposite, I think, of alcohol, which, you know, alcohol is going to put you. It's a drug, but it puts you in a far different, an opposite state. Mm-hmm. Um and then, of course, I don't you know coffee beans and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. in that in, in the Latin America in that in that region. But anyway, they're on their date, so to speak, and um, starts a little cool. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as though yeah, they consume more wine. It had a very nice. It was a very nice train for their conversation to start to kind of make amends with the this. We're not going to have any more fights. You get the handshake. You kind of 
the glimpse of romance as they don't really let go. Then you get them really not giving each other, like, she calls him out about the Kennedy, and then they hide still the feelings of, I'm not going to put it out there what we could be. You say some things, you don't say some things. So they're very, at this point, I feel like they're very upfront about all the business. They're very upfront about the numbers, about the problems, about who they're interacting with, about what the plan is. They are very confidential about what they want from each other emotionally. And no one really wants to say anything first. She keeps saying, what are you up to? What are you up to? Which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, They come out of the dinner, and we should probably have covered the dinner more, and I'm sorry if I'm rushing over it, but they come out of the dinner, and she says it stopped raining, which is interesting. It's also right after they made amends. And um, it just looked like a romantic old Hollywood movie. And we haven't seen this from the two of them mm-hmm. in a long time. And I don't know if we've even seen it in the series. We haven't seen it from a character in the series. It was such a beautiful moment, I thought. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for it to just culminate in a nice way. But then he gets her a room and uh, a cab ride home. How did you feel about that? Did you know it was coming? No, 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 I didn't know it was coming. But I think he's playing a little, I think it's he's running game. A little bit of game. Not the game where he's mm-hmm. a business game. I think he's running a little game, like a romantic game. Like a little hard to get. Like, you know what? Okay. N- now go home. You know what? And uh, I did the right thing. Interesting. You get 25 cents on the dollar. This is what you tell her. I know you can handle it. And The last time he said that to Sally, it didn't end so well. Yeah, Sally's not Margaret. That's true. Sally is not Margaret. Uh, but still, I don't like those parallel lines. And I was not expecting him to offer her a room somewhere else. And I felt very sad, and I felt like she felt rejected. She did, but she said, "What?" But it was nice that she said, "What are you yes. up to?" It really, we fe- needed like that I said, line. it felt like a romantic comedy. It we felt, did. And so I thought it was nice. We and needed he, that line, and he just kept walking. And that's what I think. I think he's just. I think he's playing a little hard to get. Okay. I mean, um, because he was melting for her. I thought when they were having their dinner. You thought, okay. I think he was, don't you think he was into her? I think that she impresses him. I think that what impresses him most about her is actually her, her interactions with other people. I think she creates kind of a spark in him when he gets to see these conversations with her and Kennedy, with her right. and Because Archie. it's the, it could with, be the wife and family. She, yeah, it's when she throws out the lines about, I didn't bring the pictures because I didn't want you to think that. I feel like that's when I see him react the most. Um but they did have a lovely dinner scene. Um, and yeah, and off she goes. Uh, and I do, I hope the red is not foreshadowing for her death. Um, but it seems to me. I don't me, see it coming soon. It seems to me that Nucky also admits that he doesn't have that much money, mm-hmm. you know, left from different business dealings. Now he's just given another sizable portion away mm-hmm. to Cuba. And. I, I feel as though the gangster life is not fulfilling for him. It's not working. The illegal life is not working. And I just wonder if we aren't, if this series doesn't end with the ironic ending, which is I'm, my, I'm not super successful or powerful in business, but I have love and I have something more important. I have family and I have love. I wonder. I'm just saying. I know you're looking at me like I have no, 20 I, heads. I don't. I, I, 
I'm but, leaning to be on your side. Because it seems like he's losing that, but he might be gaining more with... with and we're getting so much... 1884. 18, 80, so go to 1884, yeah, which, is which is laying so down the seeds. Which is much about family. It is about how Nucky became who he is. It is about how his business ventures and, but also, and what he wants. But also, yes, how his business came to be, but also why he has such compassion for people with mm-hmm. his mom and why, and, and, but why he used to always try to f- find a way to be familial. Yeah. I think that this, um, the sheriff, what a surprise. You know, we see he go, he, so, so he said, he's saying to Eli and so sweet and Eli's just a little kid. He's protecting him from seeing the, the sex. Mm-hmm. Um, then he takes him to the beach and he tries to say like, I want, you know, there's better other things in life that we could have and mm-hmm. we should have them. You know, and and it's so sweet. Why are you yelling at me? Dad yells at me. And we get to know their relationship that Nucky was the older mm-hmm. brother who always was ahead of the curve looking out for him. And Eli even says after they get caught, we shouldn't be here. I wanted, We should have just stayed where we were. And you get the feeling Eli loved his big family. He's going. He didn't need to know more. Like, right, he would have been happy just being yes, a, a policeman, very happy getting being health benefits, and having his family unaware of the other options. Right, much more just into family and being mm-hmm. more the Joe Kennedy way, but almost like the the he's he's the Joe Kennedy, but without the wanting all the money and power. Of course. Um, so we see all that. Um, he takes him in. He's like, I want to show you. So he takes him into where he worked. By the way, we're skipping over the fact that he's fired. Mm-hmm. Look, summer's over. Turn your coat in. Commodore is all business, but Commodore makes sure he shows him because just can't help. I think he's so excited about his big grand plans for Atlantic City. He lays it all out to him, and he's like, "Okay, now be a kid." What did you make of that? I think I feel constantly with their conversations that the Commodore is just always testing him. Everything's always a test. All of his questions, everything he shows him, he wants to see this. Little, I feel like that's the a good thing, though, right? Yeah. That he must care about. I mean, him to I test think that's him. why he ended up being such a mentor to him because there was so much challenge there, and there was so much like a need to impress and to learn how to use your words. Um, that was great. Don't come being, in, yeah. questioning. Remember, he yeah. said there was so many just like it's like life lesson after life lesson after life life lesson with the Commodore. Um, which is why I think we've heard about him so much in the previous seasons and why we haven't heard so much about um, the deputy or the sheriff. Or- You're right. And and mm-hmm. um, you were mentioning um, just watching him clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweep the dirt know, away. Sweeping the dirt away, sweeping the sand away, um, obviously. Sweeping up the mess. Cleaning up the mess. <sighs> um, so they go and they, they break they- into the hotel for all intents and purposes and they... He gives his brother a tour of like, wow, this is how it is. Wow, very cool. They get caught. And I'm petrified at what the hell is going to happen to two little boys in the 20s in Atlantic City. You know, the in the, excuse me, in 1931. Very, very interesting, though. It's, I, I feel like there was something behind why he was taking a bath more than just like it was luxury. The symbolism of just, mm-hmm. right? Just what clean. Cleaning Think himself. Clean, bathes. I don't know. We'll have to ask Charlie. Maybe, he seems I, to see a lot of Nucky. I think cleaning, symbolism. cleaning, probably cl- uh, cleaning away the, the poor life. Maybe. And 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 some sort of rebirth we've gotten with water a rebirth, lot. Rebirth, baptism. I'm sure all that stuff. And and, yeah. and again, winter. It's like I'd love to just talk to the guy because it's mm-hmm. just so much. This is beyond me. Um, but I don't think any of it's a coincidence. And 
I was nervous because I thought something, you know, terrible was going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And two little boys. It was scary. And then, you know, it's revealed that, no, oh, come have dinner with my family. And uh, the Lindsay family, Ned and Ruth, the kids, just such nerds. But it's I really, awesome. I don't know. What? I really liked the point of this conversation. I really liked the reward that we got with um, Nucky kind of breaking down and the, and then crying oh, and then so laughing. sweet. thought that one was sweet. The pain, the conversation between the family was painful for me to listen to. Why? They're like, what was it, Mister Mister Lindsay? But, yeah, they were, they were just. But by no way, oh. no. Listen. Oh. Other than Eli, we haven't seen one of these classic church going nerd families. Mm-hmm. You know, the cornballs, basically, and I, I, I loved it. I, you loved I mean, it. by the way, that's how this country was built. What do you think? We used to be, that's what we were all like until we just all became opulent, jaded, cynical, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's how it used to be. And, and I, I think he got to see that world and say, and I think. I like that I it think touched that, him. I yes. like that he got to see that. I like that that, like, wow, this what, is, that ingrained real in his love, wants. Not an angry father who's a drunk. That I loved. The actual conversation itself was awkward for me to watch. But yeah, I, I mean, but I accept it because of the payoff it got for him. Yeah, I thought it was really nice, and it made me understand him. It got very clever of Winter mm-hmm. because you could go; they could have gone another way, and just had the kid see nothing but terrible things in his life, mm-hmm. and then we'd be led to believe that maybe the love of his mother was all that mm-hmm. kept him from being from turning into Al Capone mm-hmm. or, or his love or, of women, right? His but soft spot for but him. now that we we start, we see that this deputy when he says you'll be my deputy sheriff we see that wow this guy taught him the good okay and he said you know and um, he's like we're gonna go and when he brings t- takes him home he's like no I can't get, get I can't just get rid of I can't throw your father in jail he'll just get out and I'm, and Nucky even baby Nucky even goes so far to suggest to in, to um, kill him mm-hmm. and he says you know obviously like though that's not how you do things. Instead, we're going to go in there. We're going to we're going to talk to him, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk. I'm going to tell. It's an interesting parallel to what the conversation That's that Nucky right. had with Margaret, right? When you, she then offers to kill Caroline, or Caroline. are you going to kill Caroline? Car- What's her name? Catherine Caroline Koo. Um, Caroline. Mm-hmm. Caroline. Was it Caroline okay. Rothstein? Are you going to kill Caroline Rothstein? And he's mm-hmm. like, No, I'm going to offer her. You're going to offer twenty five cents on the dollar, and she's going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it is because he's, cause he's like, no, I'm not going to kill him. Instead, we're going to we'll go in there and we're going to say, you worked for me all day. And then if there are problems, I'm going to handle it. Take action. I, and you're going to be my deputy sheriff. And it's a really nice moment. And again, I think this is the good influence that I, that I believe Nucky received in his life. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it. I thought it was very nice, I think, and and him and Eli thought it was beautiful. Seeing mm-hmm. that it was, I thought it was very touching. And um, God, I'm so glad he didn't kill Eli years ago, you know, seasons ago. You know, ah, uh, yeah, right. I agree with you. I just what Eli. I mean, we're gonna. Uh, this is just making me think about that last moment. Our Let's last go to it. We, you know, we saved it. We the the call from Chicago uh, after. Um, after Capone bludgeons uh, his henchman, which was a brutal scene. Brutal. I didn't don't want to watch God. it again. Such a Ugh. such a rageful animal. Uh, 
you know, it's funny. People who've tried to romanticize Capone, it it just seems that the um, the wisest critics have just said that that's just who he was. He was just a beast. He was just a brutal man in a suit. You know, like Whitey Bulger now. Like they, these mm-hmm. people have tried to romanticize him. He tries to romanticize himself. But people in Boston, just going Boston, gangster with you, Irish mm-hmm. gangster. People are like no, just a just a brutal yeah. guy. Um, and you see it in that scene. But he says, "Get Eli here." Mm-hmm. And um, and then we get Nucky on the phone, and he says, "Yeah." And we have that we've encountered a problem, and then of course the problem. Not of course the he calls the problem Lucky. Lucky was not expecting that. First of all. There were so many things about this convers- this phone call that I didn't did not. Expect I didn't know to what to expect, in. but I'm not surprised. True, because but lucky I didn't because lucky Eli to hand off the phone that quickly. Oh, and he was a wreck and too. He was a disheveled abs- wreck. Yeah. I mean, but and not wait, to wait, wait, wait. Any intro? How could you not? Be, how could you be surprised? It's Al Capone is at his peak of power. He is the king at I this know, point. But I just was expecting and Eli to give a little more. I was expecting them to say something about Van Alden. I didn't think he was no, going straight to no. Lucky. I you didn't see, think he was getting passed you over see Eli how sick so much. And crazy Al Capone is. Mm-hmm. Eli has children at home. He's got a family. Like you know, uh, the guy is a rabid pit bull. You do whatever the guy says, but. We know that Nucky and Al had an understanding and had a relationship. Yes. We know that Lucky, you know, said, "Well, you know, who's Nucky? He's not Italian." Um, and and I believe it was one of Capone's guys who brought up Nucky, though. It was was it? I think I thought so. it was Lucky, and Lucky was saying it with such disdain. As I'm sorry, fans, you guys let us know, but I thought it was Lucky who had such disdain I, for Nucky. I think how it, it was brought up in conversation earlier was that. Oh, and he maybe, and he at, and he they d- started listing off cities, and, get, and then one of so them said the, the, Atlantic City, and he said Atlantic City. Well, Nucky's not a, Italian, right? That's how it was brought into but that, picture. But, but he brought up Atlantic City because he was basically saying that to him. Okay, exactly. and and it's so interesting that this is how, how pointless relation uh, race relations are when you think about it, because now even within the Italians, where are you from? And 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 when. Capone's having his rage. He's like that Sicilian piece of shit. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, where are you from in Italy? And and yep. lucky doesn't answer. But there's always been a stigma about Sicily. Well, the other part of that is that now Lucky's allegiances have been blurred because he he is one thing, but then he murdered his right. It just, it's boss, just, so he's but, kind of crossed. But, his but what I'm lines. saying is that's mm-hmm. the absurdity of yeah. race because now even within the Italian community, mm-hmm. you're Sicilian, you're Genovese, yes. you're mm-hmm. Venetian. What? What? Are, you know, but. He calls Nucky basically. I think because he he's saying we got a problem. Mm-hmm. I think he's saying we I, we got we got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, I think we got some. We have some problems here with New York. Uh, huge problems. Right? I think that I mean, for him, the Statue and, of Liberty, and how I mean, kind the of, um, Empire, Empire State, State Building, to go into the and how they're body. setting this up, where we do have Lucky, and we have Lucky with his relationships and his gangsters, and then you have him and Meyer, um, kind of secretly still in allegiance are not so secretly anymore. Then you have Capone, who they've now kind of isolated. You have Narcisse, who they've pushed aside. And you have Nucky, who I don't think they're on good terms with. So is it going to become this whole team of Lucky, of um, Capone, Narcisse, Nucky against them? Like, how is this going to happen? It's it's a complete mess. Mm -hmm. And um, going back to what the Commodore said, um, I have nothing against those races, but they don't mix. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, we may not have time to get to Mike August's catches, but one of the ones that he he mentioned was that Nucky knows that the commoner, he'll mm-hmm. grow to see the commoner be a very bad man. And the fact that he said this about races not mixing, mm-hmm. you see why Nucky, he was, Mike was saying that's maybe why Nucky was so quick to work with Chalky. Because mm. he's like, I'm not like you, Commodore. I don't believe what you believe. You know, you are a bad man. Did you, did, you, did Mike have any other? Sh- I know he has tons of interesting insights. Did he have any that pop to your head that we can talk about before we go to predictions? No, I think we just got to go right to predictions. Mostly the colors, the, the red, and you know, he had some other things in there. Mm-hmm. But the one that's those were the ones that stuck out with me. Thank you, Mike. We'll make sure we quickly put to some predictions, more in there Nando. Next week. And I now you're after Buzz TV. One prediction from Sarah. I only have one prediction. There was a line in this today, tonight um, between Margaret and Nucky where she said they kind of admitted to each other what drew them into their initial relationship, what kind of got them suckered in. And she said he said that she was just so lost. And she said that he was just so lonely. And I think when they really truly hit those states again, when she is truly lost and he is truly lonely... Or the other way around, and where she is truly lonely and he is truly lost. That is when we're going to really see them reconnect. And she also blamed Prohibition. He was like, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. And that's another right foreshadowing now. for him, mm-hmm. saying, you know what, maybe this isn't the right way. Yeah. So I think they're going to come back together. I think it's going to come. Do you think she's going to die? And that's, I don't. I we, think lost and lonely. Uh, they're going to be lost and lonely again, and die. they're going to come together. Oh, I hope so. Okay, and uh, we guys just apologizing. Our feet got cut off before the predictions. Nanny, you can start rolling us out here because I know um, our next show is coming in. But as we saw, as we saw, um, we the end of the ser- the end of the show, we got cut off from um, scenes from next week. Yes, but so I'm, we I think them. there's going to be Narcisse, right? Don't you think mm-hmm. that they're going to have to revisit they Narcisse? Have to. He has to come right? back. Um, you kidding me? It's episode five? Yeah, no, it's really getting scary, guys. Oh, my guys. goodness. Um, okay, you can't find Sarah anywhere except she does <laughs> Anatomy of a Movie. And what else are you doing? I'm here. I also am part of the Schmooze New Network, Movie Talk Nation, you and know. That's right, you do a box office breakdown. I do that as well. Very nice. You guys can find me if you look around the internet. All right, I'm, uh, I'm also doing Sons of Anarchy for After Buzz, and you can find me at Undergaro. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.